Hi, welcome back. So now we're going to talk about a goal setting pyramid. Now, for some of you, you're going to have access through your organization to a complete training course on this subject. So this is really just a high level overview, reinforcing the how to the what we've just been talking about with Paul around why you should set goals and how to set goals. Now, we talked about the background for it, how it's all based upon interviews with top achievers. However, the thing I'm most proud of, other than my family, are the normal people like us. Well, well, you anyway. Um, I've never been called normal in my life. Um, who, who have used this to do one of two things. Either to set and achieve really big goals, or in many, many cases, just to make them, on average, 26.5% more productive. Yes, that's tested and measured by four large organisations, two academic and two in financial services. The average increase in productivity when they only use this process I'm about to show you for their general daily and weekly to-do lists made them on average 26.5% more productive and effective. Now, on your farm, let alone financial services, would you agree on your farm, 26.5% increase in productivity? And by productivity, I don't mean yield in the field. I mean your personal and your team's productivity. Anybody want that? <laughs> okay, so let's start with the premise that you've got a massive goal. And normally, many people will say, but I haven't got a massive goal, Dave. In which case, get one. And if you don't know what to do as a massive goal, how about one of two things? Either how about whatever is big for you. It may be a 10 to 15% increase on bottom line profits over the next calendar year. It might be that, okay, I want to diversify the farm from um, an attraction to agriculture or agriculture to dairy or dairy to pork farming or chicken farming or to mushroom farming or uh, back to an attraction whatever your massive goal is is absolutely fine but if you haven't got one at all why don't you just do a pyramid the way I'm going to suggest for your weekly or daily to-do lists by the way if you don't do a daily or weekly to-do list you are at the whim beck and call of everybody else's intent for you because without a clear solid direction you will always answer the phone and probably say yes to the easiest of distractions that come your way or is that just me so <laughs> we start with a massive goal what's your massive goal write it down at the top of a piece of paper mm, then you can start with just yourself because in fairness you probably do know an awful lot about your business, your farm and the goal you want to achieve, perhaps more than other people. So to begin with, you write a big to-do list of everything you can think of that you might have to do, might need to consider doing or absolutely should do if you're going to achieve this goal. Then sit down with other people who are relevant to the success of this goal. These could be suppliers customers, drivers, farmhands, your team, your family, your, your next door neighbours, the environment agency, it could, be, it could be anybody who are in some way connected to this goal of yours and ask their advice, what else needs to be on my to-do list? 
then you might have a list of 10 things, 50 things. Or if it's a truly massive goal, you might have a goal, as I did with my first ever massive goal, with over 200 to-do tasks. It was overwhelming until you follow the process I'm about to share with you. You see, the truth is that most people are capable of achieving more than they dare imagine. The real painful truth is that they're scared of hard work. Now, from my limited experience and from Paul's vast experience of speaking and working with farmers, we know that you aren't lazy. You're grafters. You work hard. So this is only going to make you more effective and productive if you use it. So I've taken it upon myself to do a generic finger in the air because because this isn't live, uh, a list of things that I truly believe would help you to become more effective. Now, please feel free to write anything on here that's relevant to you on a piece of paper, on a to-do list. And if it's not relevant, ignore it and start creating your own list as I'm demonstrating this to you. So, um, piece of paper and start writing your to-do list. So, let me explain what I've put here. Maybe for your massive goal, you need your family buy-in and support because without it, life's going to be hard. We all know how hard life can be if you haven't got the family on side. Uh, maybe it's financial you need to sort out. Maybe you just need to understand truly where you are with your finances, cash flow, profit and loss. Uh, or maybe you know, actually, Dave, I need a quarter of a million or half a million pound investment for this project to work. Maybe more. Either way... Know and understand your finances and have a financial plan. Next thing, look at your options. It's amazing how many people just below the super successful people I've interviewed for my research never ever just write down, what are my options here? They just go with the first one or two things that come into their head and worry about which one's right. Weigh up all of your options and you can always do a white room exercise, which, which is... Um, you split a piece of paper into four, and in the top box, you write all of your options. In the next box to it, you can only take half of those things. Into the next box below it, you can only take half of those things, and you keep repeating the process until you've only got one thing left. Now, what determines whether you take it into the next box, of course, is, do you really want to do it? Is it the right thing for the farm, for your family? and you and you know in your heart of hearts there are some things we'd like to do that we know aren't right i know 20 years ago when i was trekking around the world for raising money for charity and breaking fundraiser of course i thought i could do this all my life until my wife pointed out actually david you need to earn a living <laughs> we've got no money left so sometimes you have to put aside what you want to do in order to do the right thing. So list all your options, have your options. Maybe it's the team you need to work on. Now, Paul's the expert on this. We've done so much already on the personality, the profile of your team, getting your team in place and getting the right team in place. Um, plant and machinery, do you need to upgrade any plant machinery, equipment, tools, buildings, outsheds, fencing? Next thing, training. Again, we talked about that. Are you training your team properly or at all? If not, how can you possibly expect improved results or productivity? Don't need to consider, do you need to diversify into a different 
a different field, I was going to say, but that doesn't work with farmers. <laughs> um, your own well-being, because without that, there is no business. We all know farmers who have pushed themselves too hard because if I don't do it, no one else does it right. Well, really, that's because you're not training the team right. You're not delegating correctly. So learn how to be a leader rather than a manager. Look after your well-being. Maybe maybe delegation and needs to be one of the things on your to-do list, if that's you that I've just been talking about. Next thing, I talked about the quote by Chris Akabusi, which is, don't look up to people, look into them. So who has already done what it is you want to do or be great at and go and track them down and ask them to coach you or mentor you on that specific subject. You will never regret doing that. Publicly commit. Commit to your friends in the pub on Sunday lunchtime. Commit to your family. Commit to your friends. Commit to a business coach if you've got one. Commit to people. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. Get the team on board. Rally the troops. Find out what you don't know. Now, you might say, Dave, that's simplistic. It's just words, semantics. Well, do you know what? Most people are afraid of what they don't understand or don't know. And, sorry, not all of you, but quite a lot of people in the farming and agricultural world, you are a bit scared of new things and what you don't understand. Would that be fair? Now... We need to embrace what we don't know and what we don't understand because what if our biggest success lies on the other side of not understanding something? Look at the things you know, for example, that I just don't know. You take for granted your knowledge, expertise, experience, but you had to learn that. You didn't know it once. So let us stop just for this goal just to see if it works, stop being afraid of what we don't understand and don't know and go relentlessly after it so it motivates you to want to learn it rather than be afraid of it. Uh, and the last thing I've put on here for now is have a plan. Do you remember we talked about how few people just below the top achievers don't have a plan? If they had a proper structured personal and business plan, boom, they would fly. Top achievers have plans. They know how they're going to do it, what they've got to do, and why they're doing it. Mm -mm. So, have a plan. And the third, what's that about? Increasing your productivity every day by a third of 1%. Do something different. For just 5 to 10 minutes a day, focus like a rhinoceros and charge at that thing that you've been putting off doing or maybe you don't know, don't understand. And 5 minutes every day incrementally will create massive compounded effectiveness for you. Now, I'm sure that if you were with me live right now, we'd have a list with a hundred things on. But hopefully you've started, if you haven't, just press pause and go and start writing a list of all the things you can think of that you've got to do if you're going to achieve your goal. Go. Okay, welcome back. So we've written a big, massive to-do list. Hopefully you'll have a minimum of half a dozen items on that list, or maybe if it's a truly massive goal, a hundred or more things. Now, the next step is to prioritise this list. Most to-do lists don't get finished because people don't prioritise the work. So the most important task I've put, you can probably just about make it out. I've put a little number one there next to it. 
And number two, I've put family. Because without the family buy-in, you know how hard life gets. Number three, financial. So what I've done is I've prioritised the entire list. And what I want you to do, please, is prioritise your list with number one, two, three being the most important or mission critical to your goal. And number the whole list from one to however many. So give them all a number in terms of their priority to your goal. Go. So now you should have a to-do list and you should have prioritised and numbered that list. Just like I've done here. Now you take your list and you draw a pyramid. Now you don't need a flip chart stand. Here's two ways I use them. I either just draw it on a piece of paper or cardboard, um, A4 or bigger, or here's something else that really helps me. I've started keeping a journal, not a diary, a journal. Because I have lots of meetings, lots of calls, and the type of information discussed is where, at a later date, I will need to remember what was said. I do a weekly page with a weekly to-do list in my pyramid. Now, it's August at the moment, so it's not very full. Um, August when I'm filming this. And then across the top, a very high-level thing of my diary. Now, as you can see, it's August. It's very quiet. But normally, that's really big. But then, on days where I have a meeting or something where I need to remember um, certain things from a conversation, to, I will write stuff down and give each page one call or one meeting so I know what's been said, by who, what was agreed. It's a fantastic reference point and a save my bacon many, many a time. Consider it. So... Either piece of card or, and it, and it doesn't matter how many rows or blocks in, the most important thing is that if you've got five things or ten things on your to-do list, draw a pyramid with twice as many blocks in than things on your to-do list. If you've got a massive goal with maybe a hundred things on your to-do list, and that, is a, that would be a big goal, draw a pyramid with twice as many blocks in. That's because as you're working, if something crops up that you hadn't originally thought of on your to-do list, all you have to do is populate an empty box rather than rewrite a whole plan. I hope that makes sense to you. So we've got our to-do list. You've drawn a blank pyramid. Now what we do is we take number one task, which for me, in for you, <laughs> was well-being, and I put it in the very bottom left-hand block, the number one block in the pyramid. So I put well-being there, followed by family buy-in. And excuse my doodles, but my mind works better with only one or two words or an image that reminds me of the thing I want to try and get done. A pound sign for finances. Consider your options. Is the team right? Do they need to skill up at all? Have a plan. I suggest a pyramid. Um, and remember the third of 1% rule, 5 to 10 minutes a day, eat the scariest thing on your thing. Um, <laughs> sure that's a tractor, by the way. A tractor and a plant. Planter machinery. I know, cheesy. But that's how I would remember it. Find out what you don't know. Stop being scared of it. Turn it to your advantage because that's where the results are. Think of, a, think of a student. If you've got any sons or daughters in high school... And would you tell them to be afraid of the thing they don't understand and just don't go anywhere near it? Or would you say to them, come on, five minutes a day, let's focus on this. Three weeks from now, they'll own it as a subject. You agree? So, 
Find out what you don't know and go and look into someone. Ask someone to coach you or mentor you who has done what it is you want to do before. If you want to diversify into agriculture or away from agriculture into um, hydroponic or mushroom or fruit or um, maybe dairy or an attraction, instead of instead of wondering what to do or worrying about what you don't know, go and find someone who's done it and ask their advice. Go and take them out to lunch and pick their brains. Next thing on here, that's a comet, by the way. Okay, So you must publicly commit. Thank you. You must publicly commit. Tell people what it is you're going to do. Because most people are terrified of sharing their goals for fear of what other people think of them. Please don't be afraid to share your goals. Look forward to the support and accountability of others asking you, so what have you done? Are you doing it? Is it working? That level of support and accountability, instead of being a, a browbeater, can actually be quite a motivation for us if we accept that we want the goal that badly. So publicly commit. That, believe it or not, is a train on some tracks. So so that's training, training the team properly. And then, of course, diversification. Just consider it if that's what you need to do to save your farm. So I've taken my to-do list and prioritised it, this is important, with the most important tasks in the bottom rows and blocks of your pyramid. Now, some people would say, but logically, Dave, the goal should be at the top, the hard stuff. Well, this is where the reverse psychology kicks in. Because, and and please, humour me. I know it sounds cheesy and patronising, but please humour me, right? Would you agree your goal to become 26.5% more productive is massive? Yeah, okay. Would you agree that if the only thing you had to do was focus on your well-being for a bit, could you do it? I didn't say will you, I said could you. Yes or no? Yeah. Could you have that conversation with your family to make sure that you've got buy-in and support and accountability from your family? Yeah. Could you look at the finances, know where you stand in your cash flow, see what the project needs by way of investment and start sources, sourcing areas of funding? Could you do that? Yeah. Could you list all your options and narrow them down to just one or two to go deep on your research on? Yeah. <laughs> Could you look at your team and see what skills they're missing or need to scale up on in order to achieve this goal? Yeah. Could you have a plan in five to ten minutes? And would you agree that every single thing on your list, my list, this pyramid, any pyramid you ever do, if you've done the list properly, every single block by itself is both realistic and achievable, but the goal is massive. So if you, as an industry, you're not afraid of hard work, if everything on your to-do list is realistic and achievable, what's actually stopping you achieving your massive goal? And at that point, there's normally an awkward silence. And I, and I arrogantly smirk at people. So, massive goal, realistic and achievable steps. Some of the clever ones in the room, right? You might have said, ah, oh, but David, um, the finance block or the family block, that's, that's still massive. Absolutely massive. Okay. If genuinely that's the case, here's what you do. You do a master pyramid with all your tasks on, prioritised from most important upwards. 
then uh, you, let, let's just say that finance was the big sticking point. The others, yeah, I could do those, Dave. The finance one I'm scared of. You take the finance block and on another piece of paper, you write a list of all the things you've got to do to get the finances in place. Draw a little pyramid. <laughs> Populate the pyramid with these things until everything in your finance pyramid is by itself both realistic and achievable. What we're doing is we're turning this massive, scary beast of a goal into the children's playground joke. How do you eat the sprout? One bite at a time. Ah, it's wrong, isn't it? It's how do you eat the elephant? Oh, don't you love it when things don't work? So, <laughs> how do you eat the elephant? One bite at a time. I know where I got sprout from, because what I was going to say was, you eat the sprouts first. Let me explain. How many of you are always tempted to do the easy stuff first, right? So maybe spend half an hour dreaming about diversifying, eh? Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Uh, get some information on training courses for your team, mm, but not actually do anything. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I'll, I might tell my friends on Sunday down the pub, but I won't massively commit just in case. Um, and you do the easy things first. So let's just say you look at diversification, you look at what training needs, and you look at committing. Your pyramid, if it was a building, a structure, it wouldn't stand up because there's no foundation. So a bit like a building, you need to focus your goal on whilst your time, energy, motivation, and resource is at its greatest, you eat the sprouts first. That's where the sprout thing came from, right? So <laughs> number one, in my head, your list might be prioritized differently. But you need to sort your well-being, make sure you as the leader are safe, sound, and then your team safe, sound, and your family safe, sound. So when and only when that's done, cross it off. When you've got your family support and accountability in place, not, oh, I've got the meeting in the diary. No, when it's all agreed, they're right behind you, pushing you and supporting you, cross it off. When you've done that prioritised financial plan, you know your cash flow, you know what investment you need, and you know the sources you can approach to get that funding, then and only then cross it off. When you have listed your options and based upon your genuine desire and need, transfer them down into just one or two to take massive action on, cross it off. When you've got the right members in your team and you're working and delegating them properly, cross it off. And I'm not going to patronise you by doing the whole pyramid, but if you've got a right plan, you've got the right plan to machinery, found out what you don't know, got a right mentor, if you've got all of these things in place, you're going to become more effective and productive. It's not even a question, would you agree? So... You do the most important tasks first, whilst your motivation is at its greatest. That way, when other people who are doing the easy stuff first, later on in the goal, their goal's getting harder and harder and harder, seemingly unsurmountable. Whereas you, doing it this way, your goal can only get easier and easier and easier. That's why massive goals work, when done properly. Now, one last thing, one last thing, if I may. If you have got a massive goal and you're struggling to motivate yourself for consistent levels of activity to achieve the goal, consider this. This isn't something, I cannot tell you that this has come from my research. 
there are elements of it from my research, but I cannot put my hand on heart and say, oh, all the top achievers do this. But loads of people who I've shared this goal with have come back to me and said, Dave, this is what I did and it really worked. How about keep the last box at the end of each row empty and you, for you and your team and your family, building an incentive or reward for yourself. So when you've done a ruck of work, celebrate. When you've done a ruck of work, celebrate. When you've done a ruck of work, celebrate. So it keeps the momentum going and the energy high. Now that is how to set and achieve a massive goal. Please take this as an action point. Agree on a massive goal with your partner, your family, your team, your suppliers, your customers. Write a to-do list. Brainstorm that to-do list to make sure it's comprehensive and thorough. Prioritise that to-do list in order of importance and scariness to you. Populate a pyramid on a piece of paper using one or two words or a picture in each box to remind you of each thing. Nobody else has to know what these things mean apart from you. And then, whilst your time, energy, sorry, first of all, make sure every single block by itself is realistic and achievable. If not, do sub-pyramids. And then, whilst your time, energy, motivation, resource is at its absolute greatest, go for it. Eat the sprout first. Do the scary stuff first. Please do report back to myself and Paul on what it is you've done and achieved, even if it is only in a weekly to-do pyramid. But remember that farmer that became British ploughing champion? I could keep you here for a week with true business stories. Why not? Why not me add you to that list of true stories of success? Go on, set a massive goal. You know you want to. See you on another edition of Just For Farmers. Mm -hmm.